Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone. So today I'm going to be talking about a book that might be a bit out there for some people. However, I personally found it very interesting and very thought-provoking. It's definitely one of a kind. So that being said, it does require more serious readers or those who can suspend reality to let themselves be swept up into something psychological, spellbinding, and a bit gritty at the same time. It's definitely something you'll be thinking about long after you've finished, thinking about all of the things the author was subliminally conveying. All of that might sound a bit odd or difficult to wrap your head around, but one way I'd describe this book is sort of like the female version of Supermarket or Fight Club. But at the risk of this podcast episode starting to sound too pretentious, I'm just gonna dive right in. As you can tell from the title of this episode, I'm talking about the book Bunny by Mona Awad the plot of which follows Samantha Heather Mackey, who's in the highly selective MFA program at New England's Warren University. She's also a scholarship student, but she's an outsider, and apart from her one friend Ava, she prefers the company of her own dark imagination to that of other people. She's completely put off by the rest of her fiction writing classmates, who are a clique of unbearable rich girls. They give off this hyper-feminine, cult, sorority vibe, and they all call each other Bunny, almost like they're this one collective entity. But everything changes when Samantha receives an invitation to one of the Bunny's infamous smut salons, these mysterious gatherings that they hold. So she's drawn to the house they all live in via this invitation and ditches her friend Ava in the process. Samantha quickly becomes engrossed in their sinister yet sugary pink world as she starts to take part in their dark rituals where they conjure monstrous creations and the edges of reality begin to blur. Her friendships with both Ava and the bunnies are brought to a deadly collision. As I always say on this podcast, I'm not going to deep dive into the plot or the events that take place in this book because I don't want to spoil anything especially when it comes to a book like this one, but I'm going to do my best to give you an idea of what to expect from this book so that you can decide whether this sounds like something you'd enjoy or not. As you can probably tell from the description I just gave you, it's a very unusual book. It's very psychological, very gripping, gritty, and almost reads like a horror book. It has a dark and ominous tone with dialogue that makes it feel very claustrophobic, but there's also this element of hyperfemininity going on at the same time. Personally, I was really enraptured and taken away by this book. And part of what added to that was the fact that I never knew what was going to happen next. At no point did I know where the story was going. It also really added to the reading experience with the author, Awad, writing in such a descriptive way. Sometimes books that are more artsy or push the limits of their genre tend to be really vague, but that wasn't the case here which I really appreciated, personally. Awad actually did a really great job of describing the characters and the setting, while also encapsulating this inner dialogue that we all have in our own heads. So hopefully this description kind of sheds light on the comparisons I made earlier to the books Supermarket and Fight Club. 
But I also have one more comparison that might sound really strange, so just bear with me. In a way, this book actually reminds me of the movie Jennifer's Body, which if you've never seen the movie, that might sound a bit odd or even off-putting. But if you're someone who has seen the movie and you understand what that movie is actually conveying, then I think you'll enjoy this book. Because even though Jennifer's Body was marketed as this sexy, topical horror film, it's actually written and directed by a woman, and it's actually making a much deeper statement on femininity, the lines between friendship, romantic relationships, and enemies for women, and how those lines are blurry, etc., etc. It's a whole thing, and I could go on, but if you know, you know. So as you can tell, there's also a lot to unpack with this book, so it could be a great pick for a book club if it's the right book club. This definitely isn't for everyone, but the story is one where you're going to want to discuss it with other people while you're reading it or once you've finished. So when it comes to the rating for this book, I'm a bit torn. On one hand, I would love to give it four to five stars, but if I'm adhering to my own rating system, I'd have to dock some points since it's not something I would recommend to everyone. It is a niche book. So maybe the overall rating falls into a three and a half out of five, whereas if I'm rating it within its own genre, it'd be a five. Because as I've tried my best to convey, this book did impress me as it managed to be both enchanting and eerie at the same time, while also really speaking to a unique aspect of the female experience, along with themes of loneliness versus belonging, imagination versus reality, friendship, and desire. As I already mentioned, this is a book that's great for serious readers, and I'd actually venture to say ideally female readers in their 20s to 30s, and I say that age range because readers in that bracket will still be the most connected to their college years, which is the setting for this book, and it does a really great job of encapsulating the American college experience and what it feels like to live in a small college town. I personally went to the University of Florida in Gainesville, and from my own experiences there, I felt very connected to the setting of this book. I also felt very connected to the protagonist, and I think there are other readers who probably feel the same way. So if you're intrigued by this review and interested in reading it yourself, let me know if you do. As always, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from. Follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books, and be sure to keep an eye out for the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.